this soul care narrative episode, we're going to depart from our normal flow. And I want to make this a little mini-sode where we just check in with ourselves before I go into day seven. And what I want to do is take from the journaling guide, our weekly check-in page. Whether you have it in front of you or not is fine. I just want to walk through this with you. Number one, my number one priority this week is, think about that. Number two, I want to do less of. Number three, I want to do more of. Now, whether you're writing this down on the worksheet or whether you're writing it down in your heart, I want you to pause and consider what is it you want to do less of in order to open you up and expand you to do more of whatever that is. Moving on to number four. This week, I want to feel... What is that feeling, that prominent feeling you want to engage with? Number five, to feel this way, I will. Okay, what is that that you are choosing in order to be a precursor to that feeling? And lastly, number six, If I get stuck, or I should say when I get stuck or overwhelmed, I'll remember. And so this weekly check-in is for you to be reminded that you can begin to be still. And you can, in that being still, examine any myths that are coming up that you might be inclined to believe that you're going to pause and allow yourself to sink into a truth of checking in with yourself. All right, carry on, Sojourner. Over this current decade, what have you become more fluent in your way of living. You know, compressing two tasks into one motion or squeezing the most out of every single moment, not really ever being present in any of them has been part of what I've been fluent in in the past decade. And only in the latter part of it Has that fluency been disrupted? Now I want you to consider your disruptors as we move into today's meditative story invitation. Life does have a tendency to hit us when we least expect it. Often it's our bodies, perfect in their frailty, and they give way and they fail and they remind us 
whether it's our body or the body of someone close to us, that we're not quite as invincible as we think we are. And the story that I'll share today in day seven of my soul care narrative alongside your soul care narrative, wherever you are in your daily journaling, is for you to sit knowing that you are sitting in a great accompaniment of other sojourners. So in this Soul Care Narrative series, we blend our immersive first-person stories with mindfulness prompts, prayers that help you to restore yourself any time of the day. I'm Andrea Mohawk Mama, and I'll be your pastor and your guide for this episode of Mohawk Mama Soul. In day six, I shared how I used self-sabotage as a way to self-protect. And so I want to go back to day six as I read it and continue on with day seven. Day six, if you've been following along, dealt with creativity and activity or intervention. And it begins with our until one day and then you fill in the rest of your story. And then day seven follows that as a follow-up with the short-term outcome as a result of that until one day. And that short-term outcome will then flow into a longer-term outcome, outcome. So day seven has kind of two motions. There's one in which you're paying attention to your story, your soul care narrative, that begins with, because of that, because of that creative intervention, it led to another because of that. So if that doesn't make any sense, that's fine. Once you download and print the Soul Care Narrative Journaling Guide, it'll all come to clearer understanding for you. Now, my day six, to go back and review and bring some cohesion to it as I share my day seven. Until one day, like a frayed hymn, I unraveled, and in my unraveling, in my body, I cried out to God that I quit. I had nothing left to give, and in that moment, I had heard audibly, good, now we can begin again. It shook me. Because of that, I entered an intense and pivotal series of personal and spiritual healing, a detoxing by confessing my fears and getting to the point and core of my disenchantment, sharing it with my husband and allowing other disruptors in my life to truly help me in the way of discovering how I had internalized self-sabotage as my daily living of self-protecting. I want to pause here before I go into the second part of day seven. 
And I want you to just breathe out that question. How am I self-protecting? Breathe it out. And invite the spirit of truth to help you examine the myths that you were either raised believing or that you adopted. What are the myths? Is it the good girl myth? The perfectionist myth? The savior myth? The strong and tough myth? The people pleaser myth? The know-it-all myth? The sarcastic myth? The cynicism myth? Whatever myth, whatever has become the vice, whatever has become the kind of armor, not of light, but the kind of armor of self-protection that has begun to crumble. And whether you can name it or not, it's not important, it's that you're inviting a response Now breathe that in. Breathe in the welcoming of a response and not the hurry of it. Now, I'm going to pick back up. And because of that, I started an unlearning journaling experience where I would get alone by myself each day at noon and sit to listen long enough to discover, rediscover who I was, who I was becoming, who I thought I had to be, and relearning how to reconnect with my body, basically to abide in Jesus, to be home in the beloved, while coming home to myself over and over again each day in radical hospitality. That was my transformational connection through welcoming my embodiment. Now I want you to turn to yourself and I want you to ask the question, what am I unlearning? I want you to also ask the question, what are you unlearning that you've been fluent in the way that you've been living? Let's sit, stand, lie down with that question. Imagining yourself sitting accompanied by the spirit of truth. I want you to move with that question, but First, let's open out with the breath, relaxing the shoulders, noticing your breathing, and dropping the question into your mind. Gently, firmly, lovingly. What are you unlearning 
that you have become so fluent in your way of living. And allow yourself to give so many doses of patience in the unlearning process. If you've been following along all year long here in 2019 at Mohawk Mama Soul, you realize that we have been embracing and letting ourselves be wrapped in the word embody or embodiment. It has been my word for 2019. And as we continue to embody our true selves while untethering the myths untethering the scores and scores of lies. We will more fully embody who we already are and who we're becoming. And so I want to encourage you to not wait for 2020. It hasn't even gotten here yet. But to grow right where you are. Because even if you sense that the soil that you're in is not good ground. I want you to think deeper because you are grounded in the love of God. That is where you're truly grounded. And from the love of God is where you actually bring forth all that is being called out in you or called out from you 
So it is from the love of God, not for the love of God, that you have your being in movement. It is from love that you live and that you gather. It is from love, never for it. Thank you so much for choosing to pause with me and decelerate, pay attention. And as we have finished this decade together, there is a new one to come. But until it does, we will remain right here, present in the now. All right. Shalom. If you're wondering how to find out more about the Soul Care Classrooms, then just visit MohawkMamaStudio.com and then go to the hashtag Soul Care Classrooms hub tab and the details are there. One more thing I want to mention is that when we're thinking about how we refer to our own embodiment, we must remember to keep the human element about our bodies ever so present, to keep the kindness in view. Because one of the things we must also realize is that our body is us. This is the gift we've been given to have full expression of the activity of our humanity. And she is not part of us, but she is us. And so when you are referring to your own embodiment, refer to her in terms of endearment. Until we get together again, Shalom Sojourner. Share the Mom's podcast with your friends. Jesus is always with your heart and he loves you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.